Hey, my fellow monkeys, what's up? Old Uncle Silverback here with you on the Armed Ape Podcast, the show where we review and talk about everything from guns, gear, and movies to life in general. Nothing is ever out of bounds. As always, everything we talk about has the end goal of making our lives better by cutting through all the marketing BS using logic, reason, and honest discussions. I look forward to hearing from you soon and to your participation in the show. Well, hello, my beautiful monkeys and my fellow travelers. What is going on? The show is dropping for you guys on Wednesday, I believe the 1st of September, 2021. And I have recorded this kind of in the tradition of this series. I generally will record maybe sometimes three, four shows a little bit earlier and then kind of schedule them out to drop a little bit later in the week. And that seems to have worked out pretty well so far. We are continuing our review of Mr. In-Between. Again, we're in Season 3, and this is Episode 6, and it's entitled Ray Who. Let's go ahead and get our contact info posted, and then we'll jump in with the show. I have the voicemail, which is area code 206-745-2731. You are limited to 90 seconds there, but you can call it as many times as you like. If you would rather send an email and have me read it out or record your own audio and have me play it on the show for you, the place to send that is thearmedape at gmail.com. All one word, thearmedape at gmail.com. If you go over to the website, you'll find all my social media stuff. You'll also find a PayPal donation button. And if you would ever feel so inclined to donate, you can just click on that and follow the prompts. If you'd like to support the show other than in a financial way, I'd ask that you, number one, tell as many of your uh, friends and people you think might be interested in a show like this. Kind of let them know we do stuff other than just reviews, although lately that's been a lot of what I've been doing. Well, reviews, I guess I should say, of TV and movies. For the most part, this uh, podcast was always review-based, I guess we could say. Anyway, I'm kind of digressing there a bit. Another way would be to go over to my YouTube channel. If you're at the website, which is thearmedape.com, you'll find a button for a YouTube link, and you can go over to my channel, which is Every Blade of Grass, check out those videos, comment on them, and subscribe to the channel, and that would help me out quite a bit as well. All right, let's go ahead and jump in. I think we've got enough of the rambling housekeeping section. So again, we are on episode... Six, entitled Ray Who, of Mr. In-Between, and this is the final season, season three. So if you're just coming to this, there's a whole mess of shows, and uh, we generally try not to spoil anything in future episodes, but we talk a lot about stuff that has gone on in previous things. So if you don't want anything spoiled, and we will kind of spoil this as we go through it. All right, enough of that stuff. So the show opens up and we see Gary and Ray and they're hanging out watching TV 
and they're watching uh, the movie Chopper, which stars Eric Bana from years ago, which is uh, quite a good movie. Anyway, Gary kind of pauses the thing a couple of times and is telling Ray, oh, you know, now that I'm a director, I see things differently, and I wouldn't mind making real movies one day. And Ray's just like, yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, another aside, Gary kind of talks about, oh, there's the our high school reunion is coming up, and you should go, and, you know, it'd be good for you. And Ray's like, I'm not going. There's just no way I'm going to go. And, of course, you know, Gary's like, come on, come on, come on. And he kind of pesters him a little bit, and Ray's like, no, I'm not doing it. And that's the end of it. And then, of course, the next scene we cut to both, there's like this... Um, Oh, almost like a tinsel doorway. You know how sometimes they'll have, like at Christmas parties and stuff, like a uh, they'll drape them down over an open door, so you can just go go right through there. So anyway, Ray and Gary both you know burst through there. They're at the reunion, and I think it's like a they say it's a 25 year high school reunion, but I I don't know if that would if that kind of lines up or not. And anyway, it, it may be a small kind of continuity error with their saying how old Ray is. They, uh, Gary and, and uh, Ray are at, at the reunion. They're kind of meeting and talking to old people. Not too many people recognize Ray. A lot of people recognize Gary. Gary kind of sees this lady that he uh, had a crush on a long time ago, and he wants to go up and talk to her, and Ray kind of, anybody's like, ah, what am I going to do? And then Ray's like, yeah, you're too chicken, you're too scared. And then Gary, of course, you know, won't, uh, can't be bro challenged by Ray. And so he's like, all right. So he goes up and he starts talking to uh, this lady. And I, uh, what was her name? If I remember off the top of my head, or, you know, I can't remember right now. Anyway, it's, it's not that important. Uh, so Gary starts going up and he starts talking to her. She doesn't recognize Ray. And then Gary's like, oh, he left a little early. And she's like, oh, okay. And, you know, but again, she doesn't recognize him. Uh, and then previously, like I said, uh, another lady had not recognized Ray, but had recognized Gary. So it makes you kind of wonder, was Ray kind of low-key? And then when he said he left early, I wonder if that means Ray dropped out, maybe like his junior year. I don't, again, I don't know the Australian school system or, or how it would work or maybe when you could leave, that type of thing. So we cut and we see, I think that the girl's name is Megan that Gary is talking to. So Ray goes outside to have a smoke. And he comes across an old teacher who's now a principal. Ray's sort of talking to him a little bit. They talk a little bit about how the, the teacher was saying, oh, I was always, you know, thought I should be kind of hard on the students. And I see that that was, you know, I, that was kind of the wrong approach. I can see that now. They talk about how the, the teacher whose last name is Hurley, again, kind of treated the kids harshly. The guy starts to apologize. And I wanted to play this because this, we hear a lot of the same stuff that happened on uh, when Bill is talking with Ray, when, when Ray's dad is telling him, oh, I apologize, and this, that, and the other thing. So let's go ahead and we'll play that now. One day I was walking up the hall. He started yelling at me. He said, lift your bloody feet when you walk. Yeah? Hmm. Dad asked me nicely, wouldn't have been a problem, you know? But because you're rude, I started walking up the hallway like this. So then you dragged me into a bloody classroom full of sixth graders. You made me walk up and down in front of them. Don't remember? No. Huh? Yeah, they thought it was funny. You were laughing too. I certainly don't remember doing anything like that. Why would you? 
look, what I'm saying is I don't remember this now. That's not to say it didn't happen. I'm just saying I don't remember it. Mm. But if it did happen, and I'm quite sure that's possible, then I apologise. A lot of good it does me now, huh? Yeah, maybe so. Mm. I'm sorry for that too. But, uh, this was what, 30 years ago? So? Well, <laughs> no offence, but you hang on to this shit for that long, can't be good for you. Well, that's what people do, mate. They hold on to shit. Well, you've got to be careful of your trick, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> well, look, for what it's worth, and I know it isn't much, I'm sorry. When I started teaching, to be honest, dealing with kids, <laughs> it used to scare me quite a bit. So I always thought I had to be this tough guy you know, whereas really, I'm just a softy. Fair enough. So again, we see some similarities from the previous episode of what Ray's dad was saying and Ray uh, Bill was saying to Ray some of the same stuff, you know, like, oh, I, I know it doesn't do any good now, and I know it doesn't really change anything. And I think we see sort of, oh, what do we want to say? Maybe two kind of similar things in how these guys are apologizing to Ray. I think that they are both sincere, both Bill and then both this Mr. Hurley, the teacher, uh, who's the principal now at the school, is like, you know, hey, I... You know, I know it doesn't do you any good, and I know you carry this stuff around, and I'm, I'm sorry for the way I treated you back then, and I'm also sorry that you've had to carry this stuff around. And I think Ray, you know, in a way, was kind of the way he was talking to him. There's a little bit of a threat there, and I don't know. Had the guy maybe popped off, I don't know if Ray would have done anything to him. You know, Ray is probably, again, in the show, he's probably supposed to be around 44 years old, maybe something like that or 40, you know, 43, 44, something about like that. This guy is probably in his, oh, late 60s maybe, or you know, just chronologically what we would have to say if this guy was maybe a teacher then and he's the principal now, and it's been at least 30 years. So you say if he was maybe 25. So I guess, you know, I guess in theory he could be 55, but I think he's probably closer to in, in his 60s. And so he, he doesn't really oh, present any type of a physical threat to Ray. But I think Ray kind of, the scene ends with the guy going back inside and Ray is kind of left sort of pondering what's going on. And I think he's, he's thinking about, oh, this guy is sincere and, the, you know, this guy isn't, he's really not the big, kind of a big, uh, you know, piece of shit that I thought he was. And, it, you know, and maybe even if he was, he's changed. And, you know, that's what he's, he's trying to tell me. As you know, I did a lot of things kind of out of fear. So anyway... Just interesting. And, you know, another thing is I think on the last show, I think I did a little bit of a forward spoiler, if I remember right, because I talked about 
uh, the apology that the teacher had given. Sometimes, you know, when you watch all this stuff, it kind of jumbles up a little bit. So we cut back inside, and Gary is talking to the woman that he had had a crush on in school. Her name is Megan. And then a guy uh, comes up, Ray comes up, you know, to, to Gary. And then there's a guy kind of in the crowd named Kenny, and he sees Gary, and he starts calling him shit dick. And he was probably an old bully. And then you see Gary's kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. And it's funny. It's, it's Again, it's kind of a subtle thing. Knowing what we know about Gary, Gary's not afraid of a fight. Gary is not, Gary is a criminal. And Gary is, you know, when you think, when you think about criminals, of course, you know, in movies and TV, everybody can pull the trigger. But the reality is, in order to be able to kind of just, to, shoot somebody or to kill somebody, you sort of have to be on a higher level, I guess. I don't know if I'm even saying that right, but there's something, you know, to be that level of a criminal. So anyway, this guy, you could tell he's kind of an old, maybe an old bully of Gary's, and it, you almost see Gary kind of lapse back into maybe that bully, the, the person who's bullied behavior, where he's kind of like, okay, yeah, you know, just kind of let it go. And so Ray kind of goes up to the guy because the guy just keeps, you know, keeps kind of interfering and kind of, oh, you know, you, you, you know why we used to call him shit dick and all this other stuff. And then Gary's like, nah, you know, just let it kind of leave it alone. And then Ray kind of takes the guy and they're all real close to each other in proximity. So Ray kind of steps in, takes a guy. And of course, music is real loud where they're at. And he gets in close to the guy, leans in and he's like, hey, you know, why don't you can it with that talk? You're kind of cock blocking Gary. And then the bully keeps trying to do it and then he then the guy's kind of drunk too probably and anyway this guy Kenny sort of threatens Ray and then Ray gets that smile and you know so again there's probably a little bit of pent-up anger from the encounter he had with the teacher you know there's probably some of those old emotions are stirring up in Ray and the, it's funny this guy Kenny says you know he uh, I'll knock the spark right out of you Kenny goes and then Ray's like all right come on you know and and uh Gary comes up to kind of separate it as Kenny is throwing a punch. So right after the guy throws the punch and it kind of, because Gary has kind of walked into it a little bit and it hits Gary, Gary goes down. Ray immediately kicks Kenny in the stomach, boom, and Kenny goes flying. And then Ray turns to go and check on Gary and he's like, hey, are you okay? And then one of Kenny's friends jumps up and he charges Ray and he kind of tackles Ray a little bit and gets and is on top of Ray and is getting ready to hit him. Gary has since popped up. He runs over. He throws the guy off of Ray. And I think the guy's name is Dawes or something, D-A-W-S, something like that. Anyway, Gary throws him off on the ground. And then as the guy goes up, Gary kicks him, boom, while he's down and then kicks him again. And then I think, and I'm not sure, but I think there's a lady. She comes up behind Gary to pull Gary off of Dawes. I don't know if it's maybe Dawes' wife or something like that. But anyway, she goes to grab him. She grabs him by the shoulder. Gary thinks probably it's Kenny. He spins around and just blam and just blasts her right in the face. And then everybody, <laughs> what the funny thing is, everybody in the thing is like, oh, and then it kind of, you know, that kind of cuts. Uh, so... The next scene we see is Gary and Ray are driving and Ray is mad that nobody remembered him. And Gary's like, well, you know, maybe because you used to have curly hair and now you're bald and you got the facial hair. And 
And then Ray's kind of like, yeah, but they, you know, somebody should have blah, 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 or something like that. And then Gary says, I guarantee you they'll remember you now. And then they both start laughing about it. We cut to the next scene. Ray's washing dishes at home, and it's probably in afternoon time. Britt comes home from school, and she asks Ray how his day is. Is he happy? You know, does he miss Uncle Bruce? And how she says she misses Allie. Ray kind of notices that this isn't really her normal, the way that she normally speaks with him, and that her, and she's kind of a little dreamy. She's sort of slow. Ray asks if she's taken anything. She kind of says, no, I haven't taken anything. And then she finally, he, you know, kind of keeps talking to her and she says, I think I took a cap. And he's like, what's a cap? And she's like, oh, maybe MDA or something like that. And so he asks her, well, you know, who gave it to you? She kind of is like, that's, and then it kind of cuts a little bit. So we, we assume that eventually she tells him and she tells him that she got this stuff from Adrian, who's that little boy who's kind of, he's been hanging out with or the quote-unquote maybe old boyfriend of hers. But we don't ever see any of that. What we see is the next thing that Ray has tracked Adrian down to like a skate park, and as Adrian is leaving the skate park, Ray threatens him. And he says, I want to know who you got the drugs from that you gave to Britt. And then he's like, well, I... Uh, blah, blah, blah. And Ray, you know, kind of threatens him pretty good. And the kid's like, uh, you know, I got it from this guy, Troy. And then he says... I don't know Troy's last name. I don't really know where he lives. He's over on such and such a street, and he lives in a red brick house with a yellow uh, garage door. We cut to the house that we see that Adrian had described and is, as, as Troy's house, and we see a school-aged girl, probably maybe 16, 17, something like that, goes up there to uh, the Troy's house. He has her come in, and he's a total creep. Uh, the way he talks to her, the way he looks at her, uh, basically, she's there to get some drugs, and he's like, hey, you know, if you want this, and he kind of leans back on the couch, so she want, he wants her to uh, give him some sexual favors, and so she starts to do that, and then we see Troy sitting on the couch. The couch, the back of the couch faces a sliding glass door, and right as this starts to happen, we see Ray comes up to that sliding glass door. He looks in. He sees the guy. He picks up like a potted plant and he throws it through the sliding glass door the girl pops up and he's like get out of here and then she kind of freezes and he's like go and she runs off and then it sort of ends there so the next scene we cut to we see gary and Brittany are playing cards ray comes in and he tells Britt, i don't want you seeing adrian again oh that was another thing ray told him he goes if i ever see you around my daughter again i'm gonna cut your balls off and the way he does it, he gets real close and he whispers it to him. So it was pretty intimidating. So I, let me go ahead and we'll play a clip of sort of the encounter that Britt has with Ray. And at this point, I think she's been hanging out with Gary enough time has passed to where probably the effects of whatever drug she's taken has worn off. And back. Okay. Oh! Gotta be quick. Gotta be quick. Don't want you saying that hygiene again, okay? It's not his fault. I wanted to try it. I don't care whose fault it was, right? I don't want you saying it. That's it. It's bullshit. What's the language? Oh, what? You gonna shoot me? No, I'll just shoot your boyfriend. Your ex-boyfriend. Great. Then you can go back to prison where you belong. 
So, if I see you with him again, I tell your mother, at the cap, okay? And then you can deal with her, okay? Fine, I'll tell her you have a gun in the house. I'm going home. You're gonna count anyway. I'll call mum, she can come get me. Fine by me. Fine! One of the things I talked about, I think, in a previous episode was that I think that the way that Britt argues with Ray is a little bit beyond her her years. Uh, I don't know that she would necessarily, you know, at her age, at being 12, and from the stuff that we've seen earlier with her character, I don't know that we would necessarily see some of that stuff uh, as much as we're seeing from her. Another funny thing about that scene, too, is although there's a little bit of tension there between Ray and Brittany is with Gary's reaction. So when Brittany says this is bullshit and Gary kind of looks at her and like shakes his you know, like shakes his head. No, like don't no, don't do it. You know? <laughs> and and then when they're going back and forth, Ray and Brittany are going back and forth. Whenever Brittany's kind of smarting off at Ray, Gary's kind of looking over him like, ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, almost, it's funny, almost like, you know, two kids and when one of them's talking back and the other kid's like, okay, well, now's the, now's the part where your mom's going to slap you across the head and it doesn't happen. And then at the very end, Brittany, you know, gives you here, she walks off. I guess, I don't know if they were playing like slapjack or something like that, but anyway, Ray, or uh, Gary has shuffled up the cards again and he puts them out to Ray and then, you know, when Gary, when they're, then they're going back and then Gary gets the card and then uh, that's when he says, you know, reflexes like a cat. And then Ray kind of smiles. So, you know, again, Gary helps him diffuse some of the tension, which I think had Ray just been there by himself, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that would have turned out. So, uh, you know, again, Gary's being a good friend to him. So we cut to the next scene and it's dinner time. We see that Ray's made a pizza and he goes and he sits at the table and then Brittany comes out. She starts to eat, and then Ray basically, and this is a really good scene too. I, I, I don't want to play a clip. We'll just go ahead and talk about it. But Ray basically says, look, I don't want to fight with you anymore. And she's like, me either. Ray says, I just, I worry about you, and I don't want you, I always want you to feel that you can talk to me or you, if you get into trouble or if you find yourself in a bad situation that you could reach out to me and come to me and don't be afraid of how I'm going to react. He says, I worry. And she's kind of she's kind of like, mm-hmm. And, and not in a smart aleck way. Like, she's actually, you know, taking it in. And then he says, I worry because I love you. And then she goes, oh, thanks, Dad. But again, not, not in a smart aleck way, but in kind of a humorous way. And then he just kind of looks at her and he says, you little shit. And then... She kind of, they both sort of smile. And so things are sort of returning to normal. And then that's, it ends. It ends right there. So a lot of what we're seeing with this stuff too is we're not seeing, we're seeing more the side of, oh, Ray the parent as, as opposed to Ray the, the hitman or Ray the enforcer. And, you know, some of the problems that he's having at home with Brit. And I had mentioned in previous episodes that I, 
the first time I saw this, the first time I was kind of running through the episodes, I thought, oh man, I really wish that they weren't doing this with Brit, making her the rebellious teen. I'd kind of wanted them to have a good relationship. But on on looking back at it, and especially through the eyes of the show and trying to take more of a critical look at it and how it ties in with the show, is it something that, you know, kind of keeps continuity, maybe for lack of a better expression? I think it does. And I think it's well handled. And I think, too, we don't really, we haven't seen, we've seen Ray be upset at, at Brittany, but we've never seen him lose his temper and yell at her. You can tell he's, like I said, you can tell he's angry and he's upset, but he doesn't yell at her. He's, you know, he does, he's never threatened to raise a hand to her or anything like that. That is it for the show. And again, this was episode six entitled Ray Who had a lot of really neat stuff in it. If you'd like to contact me and talk about anything you want, there is the voicemail, which is 206-745-2731. There is the email address, which is thearmedape at gmail.com, and you can send in your email. I'll read it for you, or you can record your own audio, and I'll play it out for you. All right, my beautiful monkeys and my fellow travelers, I will talk to you next time.